If there's one thing I love in my superhero movie, it's conversation on the legitimacy of genocidal eugenics and killing half the population of any given planet at random to achieve utopia. Say what you will about Infinity War, but it does bring up a very important issue that we will, that we will all be forced to confront, which is overpopulation and how to deal with it. First, I will start with a brief rundown of the theme. So, spoilers for the 5 to 10 people who haven't seen the movie yet. Now, if you don't know, this is basically Thanos' movie. The movie is dedicated to humanizing Thanos, despite the fact that he wants to kill half the universe. He justifies his reasoning for why he wants this, as his planet was overpopulated and died as a result. He brings forth that if a planet has imposed population control purely at random, they could have survived. Half the population would live in a near-utopian society. He therefore sets out to destroy half the universe to impose his own form of law to every living being. It may seem like Thanos is overly evil, yet he does give one quote that separates him from a tyrant. He says, at random, dispassionate, fair, the rich and poor alike. This strays away from the topic of eugenics, which I will discuss later. The first major discussion of population control that has entered the public conscious was the Holocaust. We see horrible things done for the sake of eliminating what someone determined was an inferior race. By the end of World War II, many discriminatory eugenic laws were abandoned, having been associated with Nazi Germany. However, we have seen a recent re-entering into the public conscious of eugenics and its discussion as it pertains to overpopulation. Nazi Germany is the first place where the idea of population control really lost validity, um, as it could not be proven to be beneficial. That is where Thanos' philosophy on the subject does manage to hold water, however. Random selection. It eliminates prejudice and simply focuses on, on what some would call mercy, as they don't have to suffer the effects of overpopulation. The ethologist John B. Calhoun coined the term behavioral sink, to describe the collapse in behavior which resulted from overcrowding. In his rat utopia experiment, he observed the total collapse of the nature of rats when they were in overcrowded situations. In this experiment, he observed that in the case of overpopulation, a species would go through a behavioral sink, which would cause the population to dwindle. The process was not pretty, as it resulted in nearly a 95% miscarriage rate in female rats and then a disinterest in raising young that resulted in another, a, f a further death count out of the remaining 5%. It also created an overly aggressive dominant group that killed near all, nearly all other male rats. While similar experiments have, with humans have not yielded the same results, we've also never tried it on the scale of the rat utopia experiments. The answers, however, is in clear favor of Thanos' philosophy. What Thanos proposes doesn't fall under the subject of eugenics as it's indiscriminate. To have a study of eugenics, there would have to be some sort of discrimination. We must realize that we are soon going to be dealing with the effects of an overcrowded species. We are already at a point where there isn't nearly enough food to go around. I am not proposing a random killing of people, however, but we can see this sort of philosophy as a warning for the future. Let's do something about the problem before the only solution is genocide. For uh, this part of the podcast, I'm just going to briefly talk to a couple different people uh, and get their opinions on um, 
the philosophies that are presented in the film. Um, so I'll just introduce you really quickly. Uh, Spencer. Hi. Uh, you have, we have Alex. Hey. And Paul. Hello. Um, so, uh, you guys, how would you say uh, you could morally justify Thanos' reasoning in the film of wanting to destroy half of the universe um, to create utopia for the other half? I think it's about population control. You know, that's what he says. Thanos um, doesn't think he's doing wrong by what he's doing because it's for the greater good in the end. So I think in a way that justifies itself because it's like, yeah, this may seem bad, but as Thanos says, like this is a burden I must carry. Like only I have the willpower or whatever he says to do this. So it, it needs to be done. It may seem bad, but in the long run, long run uh, it's a positive thing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the aspect of killing the entire universe to save the universe is tough to wrap our minds around, but maybe only a, a true god figure like Thanos would yeah. be able to uh, understand or be able to do something like yeah, cause that. Yeah, because he even has like the people basically kind of worship him in a way. Like they're the guy that like, it's called Squidward. Mm -hmm. Like they're basically his slaves. Yeah, maybe well, like angels. So well, no, how... they're his sons and daughters. He's he like he calls them because he saved them. Yeah, be like um, Gamora. He saved angels. So, uh -huh. how oh, do you God. think? Um, uh, do you think his sons and daughters in the film actually bought into his idea, or do you think they just hmm. were afraid of what would happen if they didn't? Or do you think I Thanos think, think was alone in his thought? It. I think they're brainwashed into thinking of like what he thought. They, they felt yeah. they were pretty passionate yeah. about it. I think it. they definitely bought it. I think they would have mutinied if they didn't uh, really support it. Um, so uh, this film brings up the topic, uh, which I talked about in the first half, of uh, eugenics, which is the systematic controlling of population, um, and it typically implies some sort of discrimination um, against a certain group. Do you think that uh, Thanos' philosophy on how to go about creating a utopia is more fair because it's not discriminatory? Yeah. yeah. Even though... Um, is this recording... Like, did the other part save? Probably not. Did not. Okay. So I'll just leave it with it. Um, so, yeah. Even though it's not discriminatory, uh, people can say, well... He broke up my family, like my mom, dad, brother, sister, dad. However, um, they can't say that he doesn't know exactly what that's like because the soul ring is dependent on the bearer to sacrifice what they love the most. And for him to have done that is putting himself through exactly what everyone else has to face. So um, would you say that he was able to justify his means by the fact that he was giving up everything to do it? That make he didn't give up everything. It's just he gave up something, right? Because obviously, if he was giving up everything, he would have nothing else to carry out his plans. The Soul Stone is a pretty, pretty interesting part because uh, you have to experience the pain that the stone will be able to. Uh, let you give um in order to have it so okay so uh kind of looping back to the topic of eugenics um 
So the first time we saw eugenics really enter the public conscious is with the Holocaust. Um, we saw in that time a queer discriminatory killing of a certain race. Um, how do you think that uh, the philosophy that Thanos is proposing, so even just remove it entirely from the MCU, um, what if we decided that our planet was overpopulated? Um, do you think that the solution could potentially be a randomized killing of people so that we could stabilize our population? Well, the Holocaust wasn't non-discriminatory. Yes, like that was obviously pointed. Yes, that is a that is an example of uh, eugenics. Whereas this is not technically eugenics because there is not discrimination. I don't think in our time um, uh, we'll ever see our planet come to the point where we're killing half of ourselves um, in order in order to keep us alive. But how prevalent rule it out. is <laughs> how prevalent is overpopulation in our time so there's a lot of conflicting um measurements uh pertaining to overpopulation yeah. some are saying that our population um is on a steady decline that'll stabilize us um there's some well there's even just countries in general like china which is experiencing horrible overpopulation um so if you go on a small scale like that do you think that uh, you could justify, like, say, in a country like China. Um, well, China has the law in place, don't they? Uh, Did they revoke that? No, they have so. it. They have it as two kids now. They made it so you can have, you have two kids now. Yeah. So we see that they are actually making strides towards eliminating overpopulation. Yeah, but... And is that are nasty? they really no, though? That's not yeah, any, that's the opposite. That's supporting overpopulation. Because they're having more kids. Well, but if they're able to have a law, because the old law was that it was only one. Yeah. Um, So that means that they must be on some sort of, they must be on a decline if you're now able to have two. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, we're back. Um, So I'm going to briefly re-describe behavioral sync um, for the courtesy of the people that I have with me. Um, Behavioral sync is uh, what was theorized by a eugenics uh, uh, scientist um, called John Calhoun. And basically what he proposed in his experiment is he took a bunch of rats and put them in an overpopulated state. Um, And they had plenty of food and water, though. So uh, resources were not an issue in this um, like they are in uh, the MCU. Um, And basically what happens is with this overpopulation we see a, um, we would see the rats that were in there, um, the female rats would have almost a 95% miscarriage rate. Uh, they almost, it almost got to 95%. And then they actually, uh, lost the ability to care for young. Um, do you think that that is potentially the path that humans could be heading on if overpopulation were to, um, were to continue? Do you think that nature would in some way um mentally create a race of people who can neither either have young or even adequately um care for the young why why did that happen what Um, caused them so the idea of behavioral sync is that they the population as a whole basically realized we're overpopulated um 
and it created oh, it, well, it basically created um, these rats that just did not care for their offspring and did not care for having oh, offspring. Oh, like their their own biology. Yeah, like it they kind sort of righted it almost into into so self preservation. How would you respond to that? Do you think that that is something that could potentially happen to humans? Like, do you think we could see a point where um, we just either can't have children or we are unequipped to have children? Hmm. Well, it's tough to see something like that in the future, since we're so far off from anything like that now. Um, I don't think it would be soon at all. I think it would take uh, lots and lots of years. But uh, evolving, quote-unquote, into a state of more self-preservation is probably possible so uh to make the question just a tad easier um how would you respond to that in the form of like what thanos is proposing um do you think that do you think that it's a better idea to kill off half the population now than to reach the point of behavioral sync stop it now thanos has been doing it for such a long time going planet to planet but once he finally gets all the Infinity Stones, he's just like, well, he has them already. Bam. Just like that. Why would he wait? Well, if our bodies actually do have this built-in safeguard where we, uh, well, in essence, kill ourselves, well, speaking of then why humans. should, then why, well, then what's the point of killing perfectly good working people now? Well, so the issue is not that it will write itself out. The issue is that in the um, when the rat colony hit behavioral sync, um, it was a very painful experience. Um, mm. It very much caused the species as a whole to suffer. Mm. Um, we saw uh, during the experiment they saw things like male rats would become uh, dominant male rats would become extremely aggressive to the point to the point of attacking absolutely anything. Um, other male rats that were not the dominant um, group would uh either um they would always hang out around the women yet never try to actually mate with them they would only ever just do that to be free from the dominant males uh attacks so do you think that like humans could reach that point where we're gonna have um we're gonna revert back a little bit so that we can write our own um we can write our overpopulation issue or do you feel like, like I said, do you feel like Thanos' ideology could potentially be valid in a situation where we know that's upcoming? 